Unemployment scammers who have been targeting Ohio in a big way went even bigger in the past week with tens of thousands of claims filed that appear to be fraudulent. Ohio has the second highest number of extremist anti-government groups in the nation, and Ohio Governor Mike DeWine's proposed budget slashes the money that usually goes to public transportation. It's the Wake Up Morning News Briefing from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer for Friday, February 12th. I'm the editor, Chris Quinn. Unemployment scammers appear to have targeted Ohio to an unprecedented degree last week as tens of thousands of new claims were flagged as potentially fraudulent. The number of new claims in Ohio last week nearly tripled to more than 140,000 and nearly 45,000 of those have been flagged. The review of all the new claims will create delays in processing some legitimate claims. Even before now, most Ohioans have faced longer than usual wait times to get benefits as the state has been inundated with an unprecedented number of claims because of the coronavirus. More than half of the 1.4 million pandemic claims as of last week have been marked as potentially fraudulent. In recent months, scammers have targeted other states with a similar bombardment of claims. In January, a surge in bogus filings led Kansas to shut down its unemployment benefits processing system. Extremist anti-government groups have been fueled in the last year by mask mandates, coronavirus lockdowns, Black Lives Matter rallies, and President Trump's false election fraud claims. That's the finding of the Southern Poverty Law Center in a report that found Ohio has the second highest number of active anti-government groups of any state, 31. That extremism has real ramifications as a court document revealed in greater detail this week week, an Ohio bartender accused of storming the U.S. Capitol in military gear last month sought direction from President Trump. Prosecutors said her concerns stemmed from taking action without his backing. She also discussed her willingness to fight and die in the cause of keeping Trump as president. Federal prosecutors are fighting to keep her locked up until trial. The Greater Cleveland RTA and other public transit agencies would see their state funding cut by millions of dollars under Governor Mike DeWine's state budget plan. The budget proposal for 2022 and 2023 would cut annual state funding for public transit agencies to $7.3 million compared to the $70 million a year approved in the current two-year budget, although that was cut to around $63 million for this fiscal year as part of a broader state funding cut. The DeWine administration's transportation budget also would reduce federal funding passed through for public transportation from $65.9 million this year to around $50 million, although that higher figure includes federal CARES Act money for the coronavirus. Ohio Department of Transportation Director Jack Marchbanks says the lower number reflects what the state historically has spent on public transit before House Democrats negotiated the higher amount in 2019. He said the lower number reflects budget realities as the state weighs its spending needs. 
The heavy security presence at the Ohio State House in the week leading up to President Joe Biden's inauguration cost $3.6 million. The Highway Patrol spent about $2.3 million on payroll as part of its security detail and spent another $177,000 on non-payroll items, including lodging costs and supplies. The number includes the State House's regular security detail, as well as the extra troopers who were brought in as part of the heightened security measures. The state did not break out the costs of the regular detail, but for comparison, the patrol spent more on security from January 13th to 20th than it did during any single month since July, when the state spent $3.8 million during a month of heightened security during protests associated with the Black Lives Matter movement. Ohio's coronavirus stay-at-home curfew is officially over, although it always could be reinstated. Governor Mike DeWine announced during his briefing Thursday that the metrics he uses to determine the need for a curfew have improved enough and for long enough to allow for it to expire. DeWine had said that if hospitalizations remained below 2,500 a day for seven days, he'd lift that curfew. On Thursday, 1,862 people were hospitalized in Ohio facilities. DeWine had reduced the hours of the curfew, starting it at 11 instead of 10, in reaction to the improving numbers. But now the curfew, which began last November, is over. Bars and restaurants can stay open until 2 a.m. as they did before the pandemic. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer. Enjoy the weekend and maybe give a listen to This Week in the CLE, our lively podcast discussion and analysis of the news. It's anywhere you get your podcasts.